next? Um, iconic retellings and adaptations. I feel like there's a bunch. I mean, we've definitely mentioned. Yeah, I think there are a few at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Okay, something that Akatar, I would say, has Akatar. Yeah. Iconic at this point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that one kind of hits too because it's got the kind of ish a little bit. the The second one's a little more of a jump, but I definitely see it. I think more inspired. It's so the second one is supposed to be Hades and Persephone. Oh, because like she gets because she you know has to go. Well, no, it kind of makes sense because she has to go to the night court for a certain amount of time. And then in the spring court for a certain amount of time and spring, Persephone was the goddess of spring. So again, that one is probably more of a, and this may be something we need to talk about too, in addition to adaptations and retellings, is inspired by or based on. So I don't think, because obviously that's not a Hades and Persephone adaptation or retelling, but it is inspired by. I think. Hades and Persephone. Because there, there are elements that... Ah, wow. I wrote something really insightful here <laughs> this morning. I don't know what I... <laughs> the method of using classics to tell a story is the ultimate trope or stereotype. <laughs> uh, let's see. What does it say? Now I have to read my cursive. Uh, <laughs> uh, or stereotype. No one will ever use this as a negative against literature. <laughs> no one will ever use it as a negative? So, like, fans. Like, people who are reading. Okay. Okay. So, I was okay. referring to the readers as a gotcha. writer or an author. The method of using classics to tell a story mm-hmm. is the ultimate trip of stereotype. It's okay. Very, it's very common. Okay. But no one, meaning the readers will ever use this as a negative against the literature. So I think okay, there are there's going to become a point mm-hmm. and I think Greek and Roman mythology is one of those things yeah. where you can be inspired by it and it is neither a retelling or, or an adaptation. Adaptation it is comp- common tongue for lack of a like uh yeah no that makes sense like I, I see what you're saying i don't know how else you would say that um because it's so yeah just yeah part of culture it's synonymous mm-hmm. like there is no differentiation i mean that's like with the and getting a little technical here just because this is this is getting. what i teach yeah um i mean the hero's journey comes from mythology mm-hmm. and then you see it in everything that's why it's called the hero's journey. I mean, they Fantasy. can like map it. <laughs> Literally everything, you know? Yeah. And if if you were in middle school or high school, you've heard of the hero's journey, even if you don't fully remember it, you've heard oh, of yeah. it. Um, I mean, Star Wars, Harry Potter. I think um, the new term Percy for everything journey is the chosen one. Yeah, that is a very, yeah. So yeah. the hero's journey is the chosen mm-hmm. one. Is there the chosen is one. That's same. That is a very broad generalization, but yes. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying. But yes. 
Yes, the hero, the the chosen one is the hero's journey, no matter what. Because the chosen yes. one typically is the hero of yes. the story. Yes, there are Absolutely. exceptions to that, of course. Absolutely. So yeah, no, I definitely see what you're saying there. But I don't feel like, like we said, Jane Austen and mm-hmm. you know Elise May Alcott. Yeah, I don't think there can be inspiration with those. They are either retellings or adaptations because. What is, I, I think it would depend on which Jane Austen. I don't know. I also feel like, I mean, hello. Um, <laughs> oh, pet warning. <laughs> A little late in the game, but very late. Like... <laughs> um, I don't know. I just feel like Pride and Prejudice. Let's just go with that one. That's the most commonly yeah. one. Yeah. Is a little Cinderella. It's a little rags to riches. Yeah, it is. Um, Absolutely. Little rag to riches. It's a little like. Hmm. Um, enemies to lovers, like, mm-hmm. this is her, I don't know, like, I don't feel like it's, and this is coming, this is coming from a very hard place yeah, for my be- soul to say, <laughs> it's not original enough to be classified with a myth or lore to be used as inspiration. Mm, I see story. what you're saying. Okay, Hello. yeah. I see, I see what you're saying. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so he's sitting on my notepad which is wider than my armrest and he almost just Going went to down fall. to the crevice yeah, sweet right baby Hi. Hi, come on let's snuggle mine is passed out on the little round floor cushion I have in the library she's Aww. just like all stretched out and twisted around but yeah, so that's what I, mm-hmm. I feel like you can draw inspiration from maybe the character designs, but yeah, again. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Like. Yeah, because mythology is so ingrained. And it's so much, the text is just mm-hmm. literally older. I feel yes. like you can yes. say, if it's past Shakespeare, mm-hmm. it is a retelling or adaptation. If it is Shakespeare and later, Mm-hmm. it can be just an inspiration that makes sense that makes sense yeah you know yeah like you can use you can use shakespeare as an inspiration mm-hmm. as a plot because since his writings are also using mythology mythology which yeah. then has been later <laughs> interpreted multiple uh-huh. times over mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i just yeah feel like no yeah no i definitely see what you're saying you know, mm-hmm. um, but I guess like a really interesting question that when I was writing, you do not eat coffee. Um, when I was writing all this stuff down, is like, why are these so popular? Why are adaptations yeah. and retelling so popular? Mm-hmm. Like they, they have, are. Like, well, I mean, I guess that's. I mean, we both, as y'all are very well aware by this point, are both really into fan fiction, and so I mean, I think it's that same vein of thought is it's familiar and it's comfortable and has a bit of that nostalgia to it and you can kind of like see okay (laughs) this is where I think it's gonna go what did you write on your notes (laughs) so why are these so popular it's that's the title of this section my one bullet point that I have underneath (laughs) it 
It is the ultimate version of fan fiction. <laughs> Comfort characters, child stories for adults. Yes. See? Yes. So we are correct because we both said the same thing in different ways. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's true though. It's, some, it's something that you think about from your childhood. Like this is getting very like psychological, like something yes. that you were told as a child that you're like, oh, this is a memory, whether it's good or bad, you have in your childhood that you have mm-hmm. burned into your brain. As an adult, I don't know if you either can hear my cat gravitate at me. to one or the other, mm-hmm. and you seek comfort and interest in something that you sought comfort as a child. Yes. But yeah, it is no, now absolutely. More mature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I also 100%. feel like what we've said time and time again in this episode is that these stories, these archetypes, these grand mm-hmm. term for that, are so ingrained in culture whether you're listening to like a song watching a movie a Mm -hmm. tv show reading a book Mm -hmm. we are so used to this that it has just become like popular it it is popular culture to read (laughs) (laughs) i don't know she was yelling at me a minute ago (laughs) but i mean I don't think they'll ever not be popular. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think it will. Um, I think as you learn more and more mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. these originals, yes, you're going to be more interested in the new yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it this way. When I'm, I don't know when this was, a couple years ago, a few years ago, um, when The Great Gatsby came into public domain. Mm-hmm. everyone online was freaking out and was like oh my gosh I'm so excited to finally be able to um publish my version of the great Gatsby or my retelling of the great Gatsby and like because now you can and so even then it's like yeah it's always going to be a popular thing oh, I yeah. mean I definitely because as both of us um being aspiring to have published works um some of my works in progress are adaptations or retellings of various mm-hmm. you know like uh, we were talking about arthurian legend i have one that i would like to work on that's i don't know if it'd be a retelling or an adaptation not sure uh just yet but then also like some roman myths and things like that i feel but yeah like- it's always popular I have a story that's, like, far on the back burner. Like, far yeah. on the back burner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wrote the, basically, the, I guess, the prologue mm-hmm. in my creative writing class in high school. It is the, <laughs> I, it would be a retelling, so I think it'd be, like, a split mm-hmm. POV of current time and past time. Okay. Does that make any okay. sense? Are yes, it does. Okay. Yeah, I've read books like that. It would be following, it was like if Da Vinci Code met the Romanoffs. Ooh. And it was follow. so what <laughs> So. Did we all go through a Romanoff era? Like, did we all? I was obsessed have, with Anastasia. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely had to have these two words. Like, I'm going to write something that has to do with the Romanoffs. And I got like two paragraphs in and then never touched it again. But it was definitely there. I, so, you know, the Fabergé eggs? Yes. The eggs that uh, yes. Nicholas, the Nicholas Romanoff uh, 
had custom made for uh-huh. all of his children. Yeah, I went wife. when they were at the museum. I went and saw them. Okay. So yeah. him and the Fabergé, which is the man who made them, mm-hmm. actually were designing a key and a code to why and how and where they escaped to. So okay. when, when the king... D- <laughs> when the czar crumbled and they were uh-huh. fleeing, mm-hmm. it actually, like, it was all there the whole time. What was, like, the four Ooh. total events and what was being planned and how they mm-hmm. escaped and where they are and all of that information. And it, so it follows a split POV of, like, the granddaughter mm-hmm. of Fabergé and I guess maybe like Anastasia. Okay. And like you, as she is unlocking the code and traveling, mm. you're getting, I guess, flashbacks to like it actually mm. happening. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like Yes. No. Yeah. No. Again, I've, yeah, I've read books like that. So this was like Very my, cool. Yeah. I was, <laughs> man, 17 year old me was a big brain thinker. <laughs> So, like, that's, like, far on the back burner. Uh But, like, I think that would be an adaptation of... Because I feel like, honestly, I feel like real-life events... No, that's what... And that's what my... um, When I looked up the definitions, it said story, event, myth. Like Okay. Yeah, so... Because I honestly haven't really thought about, That includes historical fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because, like, think about all the books that were written about the Holocaust, about mm-hmm. people that you don't know if they were there or not there. Right. You know, from the... There's plenty of stuff like that. Yeah. And all, all of the historical fiction. Oh, all yeah, of, all of the historical fiction. Historical <laughs> fiction is an adaptation of mm-hmm. real-life events. Yes. Sorry, I'm, like, picking off fur. Oh, yeah. Um, because she's right here, and I'm petting her, and it's blowing with the fan into my face. <laughs> Don't mind me. Uh, oh. um, so, but yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of like adaptations and retellings that are like iconic. Yeah. And I feel like so many have surfaced recently or maybe just like my exposure to them mm-hmm. is like so much more than it usually is because I don't know. I feel like I don't see a lot, at least in like, if you asked me five years ago to, to suggest an adaptation or retelling of some popular piece of work or fiction, I mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be able to tell you any. Yeah, no, probably not. But now, in the last... There's a lot I feel that like there's are so much up. just, like, mm-hmm. in my face. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with TikTok, honestly. Yeah, yeah, like absolutely. for that platform, just shoving materials into my face, <laughs> I don't think I would know half of this stuff. No, I definitely wouldn't because, I mean, I'm looking at my bookshelves right now and there are books on here that I would not know about if mm-hmm. it wasn't for... That's half my bookshelf. Uh, TikTok. Like, yeah. So... Yeah. I think one of the most iconic, unfortunately, <laughs> adaptations, like, ever mm-hmm. would be Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah, yeah. I which do... Just, do I still myself. own that book? Oh, is that over there? Oh, oh, it is over there. I, it's a little hidden, but I do have it over on my adaptations shelf. 
I'm never gonna read it, but now now I'm just holding on to it because I know how much it upsets you. It's, like, <laughs> why? I've seen the movie though. I no. Um, I watched, I have not read it though. Uh, Abraham Lincoln. Vampire Slayer. Slayer. I did watch that. I did not watch that, but I do want to watch that. (laughs) It wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. Which would be a adaptation? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Vampires exist. Yeah, Yeah, it's an adaptation. It's an adaptation. Yeah. Um, Yes. So, like, that one, obviously we've said Akatar. I feel like, honestly, Akatar is the new... Hunger Games and Hunger Games was the new Harry Potter. Does that make any sense? That makes total sense. Yeah, like, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anybody fight me on that one? Like, I just want to say, no, fight you me are on correct. That. Not you specifically. No, I know. But, like, people, <laughs> people listening, fight me on that. Like, well, I mean, me- it's also, I mean, think about it this way you have Harry Potter, which was middle school. Yeah. So we all read that in middle school. Then Hunger Games was high school. And then, well, I know it wasn't like, it's so no 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 not when we read it but oh, like I was like I right, was in right, elementary right. school when I started reading that right but no so Harry Potter is middle grades that's the genre it's in. oh it's a middle grade reader forget that yeah right um Hunger Games is a YA high teen mm-hmm. high school age and then Akatar is for <gasps> your 20s and up so it's just like- the progression of us aging what I found really interesting um, is uh, for a while, Akatar was in two different sections. Mm-hmm. It was in YA and, and fantasy. In, yeah. And not the whole series wasn't in either. It was like split. Yeah. They've officially, enough people, I guess our age, were like, mm-hmm. this should not be in the YA section. Yeah. They have blatant, not fade to black sex mm-hmm. in the first book. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is not like... Mm-hmm. You should not be stocking this in YA. A fourteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's parental. Speaking of, real quick, just sidebar. Have you? I, I would assume so, since it's happening where around where you live. Um, but about how uh, books, Barnes and Noble is being accosted by government officials to put limitations on certain books, including Acomath. No? Yeah. That's so happening. It's well when I was in Barnes and Noble yesterday. Yeah. I noticed that they moved all of the Akatar books to right. the fantasy section. But but officially. this is they are putting like buying age restrictions oh. on just Acomap. But not Silver Flame. No, no just Acomap. That's dumb. I know. It, I'll have to send you some stuff about it because I've seen it on TikTok and I was like, oh, but it's, yeah. It's hysterical. Oh, okay, that's, bye. That's not, nope. Okay. Can you yeah. think of any iconic retellings? Or um, I mean, I don't know. I definitely think, oh, I mean, I don't know if this is iconic. But this kind of fits into it, and it's not. Maybe I should put it on the other shelf. Um, <laughs> Disrupting the system. Like, wait a minute. I know. Wait a minute. Um, so I have a series here, which is uh, a study in Charlotte. Hmm. You heard of that? It's no. um, and we didn't think about this either. Shakespeare, uh, Shakespeare, Sherlock Holmes. Oh. But she's like 
the granddaughter of Sherlock. Hmm. And then she, um, they're in boarding school and uh, her and her friend Jamie, so Charlotte Holmes, and she does detective work. Uh-huh. Um, she even has like a, an addiction because like oh. Sherlock has an addiction. Hers is Adderall. That'd be really funny. <laughs> I think it's nicotine. I think it is oh. cigarettes because they're, I don't know how old they are. That's boring. I don't know. <laughs> Or it's something weird. I don't know. I don't fully remember. But anyway, so um, that would be, um, but I don't think that's iconic because it's I not... mean, Sherlock Holmes is pretty iconic. But Sherlock Holmes I is, yeah. I think the retelling is not popularized. No, it's not. And I'm trying to think of some that would be popular. It's, well, okay. So there's, um, I haven't read them yet. I do own the first one, but there's the... I don't know what the whole series is called, but the first one is Cinder. That's yes. a big one in YA right now. That Which whole series. A while ago. It did, but, but still... then it's still going and she came out with so many new pretty covers. So I don't know. Like yeah. I'm, I got, I got the Little Mermaid one of that. Mm-hmm. I think. I the think Lunar that. Chronicles. That's what it is. The Lunar Chronicles. And I don't know, no. like I can't get myself to pick it up. I want to, I just haven't yet, which I is the case for most of my books. Like it's going to be too young. Yeah, because it is YA. Like, I mean, some YA yeah. is not yes. too young. Does that make sense? Yes. But now that we've been, you and I both especially, I'm so submerged in that new adult fiction. Yeah. Where we get the YA-ness, mm-hmm. but it's adults. Yes. I have a lot harder problem reading YA now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. Like there's, it's just one of those books where I'm like, this sounds interesting. No. And I like, I pick up books. I pick up yes. books and like, I keep getting one that's recommended to me constantly on TikTok and on Instagram reels. And it's just like, I've, I've picked it up so many times, read the back cover of it. And I'm just like, which one is it? I don't know. It's about the one where it's like twin sisters and one of them goes missing or shows up dead. And so she Oh, is that the the um Grimrose girls? Uh no. No. I know what you're talking about though. But I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. I know what you're talking about though. Um Another really popular one, again, I have not read it yet, um, is The Song of Achilles. <gasps> that has yeah. like, swept the... Yes. Oh. Yes. I've read her other one. I've read Circe, but I haven't read A Song of Achilles yet because I know I... it's going to destroy me emotionally. I know an iconic, current iconic retelling. Okay. Retelling or adaptation? You can help me decide. Okay. Olympus lore. Oh web, yeah. From web from, comics. From web comics. Oh. Yeah. It's gotten so popular. It is. That not- would be an adaptation because it doesn't follow any. Okay. Any myth. Like it does, but it, it's so different. And. It's um, so different. It's became so popular. Like this web comic has become so popular that it has been published yes. into a book 
Yes. Where you can buy it. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of webcomics are like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is really going to bother me that I can't find this. Yeah, I think that'd be more of an adaptation because it is very different. It's just literally like, here are the gods and what they do and some basic personality traits and I'm going to do with it as I will. It's fan fiction. I mean, it's that is straight fan fiction. True. Like mythology. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have to look this up later because now I'm just getting, I said, <laughs> one is dead fantasy. Also, my Googling skills are straight. <laughs> um, and I now I'm... just have a bunch of really pretty book covers here on my uh, Google screen. And I'm like, ooh. And now we're getting way, way distracted. Yeah. Um, I'm like, another nice. Yeah. Another very popular uh retelling adaptation again i haven't read it my mom read it though and she absolutely loved it so much so that i would have to walk away from her when she would start talking about she's like i just want to tell you this one thing and i'm like no she's like but it's not a spoiler it's just a quote from the original text and i was like i don't care i want (laughs) to experience it on my own please leave me alone it's um these violent delights (gasps) the the romeo and juliet retelling adaptation yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh by what's her name i don't have it near me i'm just um um sorry my cat's next to me do you ever (laughs) like to just like squeeze not squeeze but like squeeze their ears does that make any sense yes yes it does so like yes it does by chloe gong yeah he He's has violent. like really tiny ears and I like to like just <laughs> smush them on his head. Yes. Mine left me to go curl up on the floor cushion again. But sorry, I w- I'll yes. start talking about my cat. <laughs> he is my baby. But I want to talk about retellings mm-hmm. and adaptations that we'd like to see in the future. Like what's yes. next? Like yeah. Beauty and the Beast, super hot and popular. Very. Should, like what do we want to see more of like that's what i want to, i want to know what you think okay. i want to know mm-hmm. what what myth or lore do you think is missing like what should we be reading more of because i have a lot <laughs> <laughs> i'll let you start while i think so uh i got this obsession with this web comic <laughs> and <laughs> Not the one that you're thinking of. I know. <laughs> um, which I haven't finished reading, by the way. I have 18% left on my Kindle mm-hmm. of it, and I will be reading it later today. Anyways, <laughs> um, started reading this webcomic on Webtoons. fell in love with it. I was like, this is amazing. And mm-hmm. then I didn't know it was a retelling of A Thousand Nights and a Day. And it- is it um, The Wrath and the Dawn? Yes. Yes. It okay. So amazing. you want to, which is it's also a book. Yes. yes. Which yeah. I want to buy. The book is really good. I love the book. It's a series. Um, I have the first two. I don't know how many there are. I don't. Know. Um, I haven't read the second one yet. I am actually using the web comic to remind myself of what happened in the book. Okay. Um, before I read the second one because it's been years since like, i read the first book and i that i don't fully remember in everything. general mm-hmm. more not white yes uh, yes retellings yeah so i've read 
I, I feel like I need to do, like, more research on this because I, I feel like, I feel like all of Studio Ghibli's films have probably a lot more culture and a lot uh-huh. more mythology within it that I am unaware of. Probably. And I, I would feel love that. to know mm-hmm. more. I'd like to mm-hmm. see more. I also would like to just see, honestly, adaptations of those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, my foot is falling asleep. <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, I wrote Mulan, Studio Ghibli, and then just culture. <laughs> <laughs> culture. I Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, and I mean, like, legitimate, like, some people are probably like, well, there's plenty of Mulan adaptations out there. And I'm like, well, But not good ones, because they're... That's it! They're Mulan adaptations from the Disney movie, which is not accurate. And that's a problem that I was... I was reading an article about the Disney live-action Mulan that came out um, a couple of years ago, or a few years ago, mm-hmm. how, whenever that was, and how they won... They were like, oh, it's based off the Disney movie, but then they changed things but to make it more like the actual story, but, but then not. it wasn't at it all. Wasn't. It wasn't. completely different. So, so uh, I was the extra yeah. bean that decided before the new, because Mulan's like one of my favorite yes. Disney movies yes. of all time. I mm-hmm. wanted to be her. Yes. Well, I decided, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rewatch the Disney movie. And then I read the original Mulan, because it's based off a play. Mm -hmm. I read the original Mulan, and then there was a, uh, I don't want to say re-release, but a new, newer version Mm -hmm. of it was published later on. New edition. New edition, where they actually expanded on her story. They added more characters and more, Mm -hmm. and Shang, the general. They yeah. gave, they flushed out his character and mm-hmm. their story together. So her falling in love with Shang is in the new edition of the original story. Yeah, yeah. So like people are like, well, she never fell in love with a man. Well, actually, if you look at the edition that came out fifty years after <laughs> the original play, she did. She did. Yeah. And I reread both of those because mm-hmm. they were saying, oh, this is going to be more true to mm-hmm. the original content, and it wasn't. And I'm like, liar, liar, pants on fire. Mm-hmm. There are no fucking phoenixes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in any of this yeah we don't yeah. want to talk and drive but, then, that's but then those plays but then those plays are also based on the story of mulan so yes. yeah so even then <gasps> i'm um, what's different i know bad i know i hate that, I hate that movie with the oh yeah mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it was very upsetting that um, was just <laughs> Um, like, yeah, it's, I it's... would like to see more of that for sure. Um, oh. Yeah, just just more not, and this feels weird to say for me since I have an oh. entire two shelves dedicated to these retellings and adaptations is, and y'all know, I love me some freaking Roman mythology. Obviously, it's that is great. what I based my career off of. Um, but it's there's so much, and it's so overdone, and we need to move on. Like, 
it's great that I have a couple Norse mythology ones and Norse mythology is getting a little bit more yes. out there. But then I would also like to see more Chinese and Japanese and um, Just, yeah, in general. Right. And Mayan and all sorts of other there's so adaptations many from world mythology. There are so many cultures out there that I would I was thinking be about this so good as a way to like explain how I would like to see more adaptations and retellings of myths and legends. Mm. Basically, take Fantastic Beasts, the textbook, mm -hmm. all of those beautiful mm -hmm. creatures from all over the world. Mm -hmm. Tell me the story behind the inspiration, because a lot of those animals are from worldly lore. They yes. are real mythological yes. animals that are from other cultures lore. Okay, well, mm -hmm. take that animal. Tell me a story about it. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you so, know a really good, sorry, adaptation you're good. or retelling? I would like an adaptation and or retell. I'll take either. <laughs> I would love somebody to expand upon spirit <laughs> the the horse movie yeah i know i know it took me like, what is she oh oh yeah yeah I just, um <laughs> that more of that i want <laughs> yeah no that yeah that that tracks <laughs> that would be nice yes um <laughs> What I was going to say is I have a book uh, that basically I think kind of does what you're asking. Um, okay. Not the spirit one, the Fantastic Beast. I'll be right back. I'm going to go grab it. Okay. Yes. Follow, like, subscribe. <laughs> Instagram, YouTube. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I had to go in my my office because it's with my mythology books. Um. So it's called the Field Guide to Fantastical Beast. Ooh. So it's supposed to be by Alinto Salapirainen. That's a name. I'm definitely butchering that. I apologize. Um. But it is literally kind of what you're saying where. It goes, an atlas of fabulous creatures, enchanted beings, and magical monsters, and Ooh. does what you are asking for. Asking for, yes. It's it's pretty great. I and will. it even has a Harry Potter thing in there for you. Hi. So, yes. Um, I agree, as long as she's not the one writing it. Yeah. Um, because that gets mm -mm. real. No, no appropriation real quickly with her. I guess I should say take <laughs> that as inspiration do your own research yes yes like, yes oh, that's a yeah. cool monster where is that where from? did it come from tell yes. me more yeah that's what I, I also yes. would love to see and I guess this goes hand in hand with the like Norse Viking mythology is but yet it's a, it's a grim Grimm's fairy tale I feel like mm -hmm. there's some Grimm's fairy tales that just don't get yeah the appreciation and I yeah. would love a um you guys know it as Frozen, but it's the Snow Queen. Like, I'd mm -hmm. love to see that expanded mm -hmm. on because Elsa's actually evil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Spoiler. I know. I'd I know. love to see, like, um, just Rapunzel's really dark. 
as well. It is. Yeah. And I love that. I'm here for mm-hmm. that. And I would like to see more adaptations or retellings of the original fairy tales, not based yes. off the Disney fairy tales. Facts. But what, because Disney in and of itself, those are retellings and adaptations. Now, do you want to hear, this is a adaptation that I would like to see of a Disney retelling. Mm-hmm. I specifically want Princess and the Frog retold from Louisiana. <laughs> like, yes. That yes i want that the original mm-hmm. white story that, that oh absolutely that is, is too whitewashed i mm-hmm. like louisiana tiana mm-hmm. version that is the new one yes that's the one i would want if i'm but going to read a princess and the frog i want an adaptation telling her adaptation i want it of, of that, that. yes absolutely yeah. same thing goes yeah. for i see and i think this is why i don't like cinderella is my favorite adaptations of cinderella was there was a I would say retelling or just thought they like. Is this what I think it. you're gonna say? Is it the Native American retelling? It is not. Never mind. Continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there is a book that I read as a child, and it is about takes place in some tribe, and mm-hmm. it's basically the same storyline, but they've changed the names, and it's more traditional to that tribe. Mm-hmm. I'd love to know mm-hmm. how much it's based in truth. And how much yeah. of this was whitewashed, but it was something mm-hmm. that I very much enjoyed as a child. I mm-hmm. liked that it wasn't white princess story. Yes. I liked yeah. that it was like yeah. natural, for lack of a better mm-hmm. word. That mm-hmm. and then Brandy. <laughs> right. That's what I was yeah. thinking you were gonna say was Brandy. Was Those like, two Wait a minute, I know for a fact. I know for a fact that you like Brandy because you yes. watched that in your classroom. Oh. Yes. While grading at the end of the year. Classic. <laughs> before I left. Classic. Yeah. yeah, that was classic. Um, real quick. Speaking on that vein, I know we're running out of time. Yeah. Uh, but I do like this idea of taking very whitewashed or just white stories in general mm-hmm. and giving them um, a multicultural background or just yeah. a different culture background. So I know I've talked to you about this book before and it is really good. Uh, Pride. Yep, I knew that's where uh, you're going. Yes, yeah, where it's Pride and Prejudice, but it's modern times set in, um, I don't really remember where it's been a while since I've read it, but it's Afro-Latina, I know, we're running out of time, Afro-Latina girl, and then um, a uh, Black guy, and their their community and everything like that, and it is just, it's so good how it has the Pride and Prejudice into that. And I read that, but I haven't read Pride and Prejudice, so. <laughs> I just rolled my eyes so hard. I know you did. Oh <laughs> but it's gosh. so good. It is so good. Well, guys, we are yes. going to wrap this up <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> Thanks for being here on Wiener. Yeah.